Angela Troop, Duas is cutting loose, coming down the outside of Stockman, and in a bound, the great mare Duas races to the lead inside the 200 metres, and shot clear from Stockman, then chosen one Shiraz, and further back to think it over, but Duas, a star mare, on the rise, and she claims the Group 1 double, the Australian Cup and the Tancred Stakes. Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Playing on with that win of Dewis uh, the other day. Didn't get to run on Saturday, but they moved it to Monday and it was bloody huge. Josh Parr wrote a treat, um, just sat black, peeled extremely wide and took it down. There's a couple of good wins. Obviously, only three races ran on Saturday, but they moved it to Monday. We found quite a few of them. So, I welcome in to Thomas and Koi. Tommy, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird Saturday after the... Um after it all got called off, but luckily they could run on Monday. It was such a niche sort of thing. Never had ra- uh, races at Group One races at Newcastle before, and got a crowd of about two thousand, I think, on a Monday working day at uh, Newcastle. It was um, it was really weird, but it was it was good. And seeing Josh Parr come back onto us, smile from ear to ear, it was all um, it was great scenes really. Coey, how are you? Good boys. Uh... Things are really starting to heat up, in it? Like, I mean, I'm so glad that they did end up running at Newcastle. It would have been annoying if we had to push the carnival back an extra week and so forth. So I'm glad that it ran and on Monday and gave me something to do on Monday. How good was that? <laughs> it was so different. It was quite annoying, like, on Saturday, knowing looking at Melbourne racing, it wasn't that thrilling. And then you're seeing Rose Hills off. But... All of a sudden, come Monday, we got Group 1 racing at Newcastle. But uh, going over a couple of the races from the weekend, Tampering won the, the midway. Tommy gave it a push, saying that it would win a, win a race this prep. He would hopefully got on. Koa and myself, both on two up. Both get another placing. Pretty annoying. Uh, Koei gave a little push for Williamsburg, which was a big drifter. Ended up winning. Ended up getting out to 10 bucks. Mount Popper was on the drift. Did well as well. Then we go to Newcastle. Oh, President took out the clean away, beating Taksu, which was pretty annoying. I think we all sort of like Taksu. Uh, Tom gave a good push for Regal Lion, I remember, last week, which ended up coming second. It was $21. He also said to get it on for the... Uh, what was it? Derby. 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 And, yeah, Six that was... Six bucks now. Six dollars now, yeah. So it ran around on the weekend at twenty-one bucks, and only it came second to character, which was a bloody good win. Uh, I think you said J Max aboard. Nash rode it on the weekend. It was a good run. Promise of success. We've been waiting for this one. This was a good win at six fifty. Got its nose out. Beat Kiku. J Max was on board at a fourteen-dollar one. Anavisto. I think everyone was sort of laying that form. So ran fourth. wasn't wasn't hopeless. Only lost by nearly half a length or so. Pikey got Mr. Mozart home. Dewis, which I played on with, was bloody amazing in the Tancred. I don't know. We'll talk about that horse later. Very good. The Vinery, I was on hinge. I think Coe was on hinge. Tommy obviously gave a push for Fangirl, and Fangirl wins. Hugh Bowman, six bucks. And then Gemsong somehow took out the last. But speaking of Huey, Huey won the first four races today at Newcastle. And then the next four were won by, all three of them were won by Pikey with Reese Jones just jumping in there. But how's that little... um? Little go today, Tommy, Huey and Pikey. Yeah, well, you can tell the championships are coming up. The two pretty good jockeys in pretty good form, and um, yeah, just just so good. They just, um, especially like a nice even track like Newcastle, Pike riding things from the back, Huey just having good uh, rides as well. It's just both of them got a few good rides for Saturday. Yeah, I'm really keen for Saturday actually. Coey, who would you give your, um, I guess, your ride of the week to? Coming, I guess we can pick from Newcastle. You can pick from the first couple at Rose Hill. 
Oh, right of the week. Mm, really? I'm just, um, I'm just thinking just because I saw Dewis and I was frothing on Josh Parr, but Dewis could be yours unless you found something else. I haven't actually really looked at right of the week. I mean, Dewis was just enormous, though. Like, it mm. was – I think I think even in the um, – not so much Josh Parr interview, but uh, Ed Cummings, when he was interviewed after the race, he mentioned the fact that, yeah, you know – Start winding up a little bit earlier, and you know, take onto the the pack. At, you know, come six hundred, whatever. And he was still, you know, stone motherless last, <laughs> yeah. rounding the home turn. And Joshy, that, that was an absolute peach. I mean, there was plenty of horse under him, but like he just timed that to perfection. And he he hit the go button at the right time. He obviously had a couple of rides before that, and just went, "This is how I'm going to play it." And saw it fit. And I mean, it saluted like an absolute good thing, didn't it? Well, I think everyone thought that it shit in at the top of the turn yeah yeah ended up going around 240 as well um tommy would that be yours you got any others you liked yeah probably i really like fangirl obviously regal line and benno running on for the derbies were really good to watch as well and um gem song yeah gem song was really good um a few good ones but yeah um really interesting to see how the track plays at Randwick this week under all this weather and if we're going to go ahead, um, I know there's a lot of wind coming to hopefully dry the track out, but uh, let's, yeah, it's just about how much rain we get, I guess. So if you're not from Sydney, um, obviously we're still in just torrential happening. It's just been, hasn't been pissing down ever since. Um, it's really windy. We're recording now about 8 o'clock on a Thursday. Really windy, and they're expecting a bunch more wind, I think, in the next 24 hours, which could do that, do it well for round week, I guess, dry it out, cover a bit, but they are still expecting a lot of rain, and what we saw last week... Look, I don't want to miss out on day one of the chances. My favourite, because my favourite race is the TJ. What are your thoughts? Do you think we're going to go ahead? I think I think we'll go ahead. We have to go ahead, surely. But the eyes are on the sky, obviously. I, I don't think the wind is going to be really the issue from here on to Saturday. It's just how much water is coming. I, I think that at the moment, yeah, they're forecasting 30 to 45 mils overnight, which is, you know, over the last seven days even fortnight we've copped plenty where i think we had a little bit of reprieve over maybe the course of three days in between but i mean it just hasn't had a chance to dry it's bad enough to say that you know newcastle was a heavy 10 today and might be able to take like on a hypothetical if ran we go through with a handful of rides come saturday they won't be able to transfer that meeting on the monday i don't think because they've had the two quick backup meetings this week so yeah like mm. and hawkesbury's underwater kembla obviously a no-go goulburn still a heavy track probably not and yeah we're running out of options and rose hill's still recovering from the three-week carnival they had so cross my fingers and toes that it just all goes to plan and we just don't get enough rain i guess that's probably the best way because i think rain is definitely coming it's mm. just a matter of the unsustainable amount. Yeah, I listened to the track report this morning that ATC put out, and he was pretty bullish. Like, he was pretty happy with how it is. He says draining fantastic, and the amount of rain they've had since January 1 is, he said it's just astronomical, and the track's actually doing pretty well. So, fingers crossed, day one of the champs is uh, goes ahead. But... 
Ten of the best, obviously, we're hoping for, and we kick off with the kindergarten stakes. And the kindergarten stakes, um, Pikey is on the fave with Samillion for the Hawks. That's uh, up from Melbourne. We've got Nominator there, Abdullah's aboard. We've got Voldemort at fives. We've got Spacewalk, Huey Bowman at sevens. Ginger's Gal. That's a first starter. It's paid a bit of love to 11 into 750, and then pretty much double figures and stuff the rest there. Not much going on for me here, Tommy. I'm not sure. What do you think? Yeah, mate, it's a bit of a funny one. Um, a couple of first starters that we haven't sort of seen. Some good trials from Asteria and Ginger's Gals. Interesting. I, uh, Samillion comes out of Blue Diamond form, which is good. Nomato getting the win last start. I thought Annabelle Nisham's Voldemort enormous in the 1,000-metre race at Scone um, last Sunday week ago. It, it was huge. It shouldn't have won and then just smashes them on the line and um, gets up right on the line, Serge Lisney, and I think the 1,100 suits well, and I think we'll have a bit of pace here as well. So I think five bucks for it. Um, you're gambling on it going. Uh, might be all right. So I'm, I, I like Voldemort. There's one, uh, one I'll say is... We're talking about Shelby 66, and we'll get into it a bit later, and um, how well Danny Williams's horses have been going since he's been able to use Kirk Goldman's water walker at, at Goulburn in the wet, and he's got a first starter, Bandy's Boy, at 150 to 1, maybe just a couple of dollars each way. I just They keep running really well in the, the wet. It's just had a Goulburn troll, but you just never know with, um, how well all these horses are going in. In the wet as well, so I, I just think it. You just you know, big odds for something we haven't seen yet, and you just never know. It's not something you want to let go go around, is it? Coey, thoughts? No. I uh, totally agree with Toppy with Voldemort. I think it was huge, and you know, Nisham training on the poly track for a couple of trials. I think that's a real, a real strong advantage. Uh, training from Warwick Farm gets great work out of the legs and everything else. I just think that five bucks is a little bit under. Uh, I mean, a little bit of speculation on how that form line, how strong that scone maiden is, I guess. That's kind of the query. So I've gone with something that's a little bit more experienced in which, I mean, Tommy's touched on Samillion. It ran fifth in the Blue Diamond. It's probably going to be a likely, a little bit of a question mark on how Pike rides leaders in Sydney, this and the other, and even over in Perth. So 420, it's probably the right price. But I want to spec uh, Spacewalk for a little bit. Uh, I think that can win. Over the heavy nine was really nice. Uh, it'll probably sit just with the gun draw of one and Huey in an absolute peach of form. I think that it, it'll map well. It'll probably be a little bit more forward than usual. Let the speed get past him, do all the work, and then he just he'll need to ride for luck probably from the that gate. But if he gets a nice little cushy leaders behind the leaders, I think it'll have every chance to you know come out and get through so i'm going to take a chance on spacewalk at sevens spacewalk at sevens all right race two is the carbine club stakes and straight aaron is the fave this is a, a waller runner with j mac aboard it's had one start in the heavy one start in the good and had a good win in the good too flying crazy there at 480 for gerald ryan jamari danny williams has got another one here 550 into 480 williams is aboard had a win at now a couple of starts back um capistel uh, there was a good win last star two starts ago ramwick in the heavy actually run a really good race in the first i think at around the same price it's about at now it's 10 into 850 and then we go after double figures uh with the rest tommy thoughts of this one Mate, I'm a bit. I've always been a big fan of this flying crazy. It hasn't been in the real heavy, though, so it's a bit of a question there. But it has had a win on soft. I, 
I really like the horse. As I said um, before, Jamil, Jamil Ree seems to have lived since he's gone to use this uh, water walker thing. And um, a couple of weeks ago, Danny tested it in a group race where it's sort of been running in benchmark race. And just like Shelby, it's absolutely lifted off the ground. So he literally he came second in a Canberra race in a benchmark 65. And then he goes straight to a group two behind Just Folk finishing fifth, but running on really well on a big heavy ground. So... Look, uh, I couldn't talk you out of something like that. And as you say, Capistel, um, really good win on the heavy two starts ago and then um, tested out in a group one, finished little uh, behind finished behind Lighthouse. But, yeah, um, form's there for it. So it, it's a really tricky one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with Flying Crazy. Couldn't talk you out of straight Aaron either. There's a few there. It's, I think it's a tough little race. Coey, anything at odds? Oh, I just like the uh, the number one and number two saddle cloth in this. I think Tommy's motor cars are flying crazy and totally agree with him. Uh, Sweet Ruby could be the, the little roughie because it comes out of the same uh, Canberra Guineas race as it and it has a little bit of wet track form. So mm-hmm. that could be something that firms on the day, but oh, it's not really one of mine. Jill, I, I really like this Danny Williams thing. Joel Murray, um, I think the Just Folk form line uh, – <laughs> That's strong form lines. Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be contesting in a really strong race come this next, well, come Saturday, should I say. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be three kilos up in weight, but that's not an issue. It's gone through a testing heavy nine at Rose Hill on uh, the first week at Rose Hill. It was only, you know, three and a bit over three and a half lengths behind Just Folk on that day. I'm willing to give it another chance. I think the price is right, about, you know, 40, 480. It's only it, it's a real query race for mine. I think the favourite is kind of definitely heading into the lay territory, two fifty for it. Um, don't know what to think of it. I mean, the Lock Eagle Formula I don't mind, but two fifty is way too short for mine. Um, so I'll be looking outside of that. And Gel Mari, I like it four eighty. Danny Williams, all right. That Adrian Knox two thousand meter race is going to be in the slop. That one. Um, I'm divine for Tommy and Ed Cummings. That's a five bucks. A little bit of a drift. Roots something I'm not. Two with uh, Roots is uh, six bucks to six fifty. Honey Creeper, well, drawn the car park. Um, Huey and James six dollars fifty, keeping pretty much what it opened. Mamunia eight bucks. We got Shannon, Akira had a good win last start uh, at Rose Hill in the heavy. It was actually a really good win. It's at twelve bucks, and then we got a bunch else there at uh, double figures. Tommy, I can't pick these two thousand meters in the slop. What do you reckon? Yeah, so we looked. Two starts back with I'm Divine. It didn't go too well in the really heavy. And then it goes to Canberra and basically runs off the track and still manages to hang on for second. And then since it's had a trial, it, um, the trials actually looked really good and it beat in some, some good things in the trial there. I, and Roots has been going around with Fangirl uh, and being pretty close to Fangirl as well. So I think it's between the two of them. I know Honey Creek this Honeycrab was a bit disappointing. Went to Tassie um, Oaks, started dollar sixty favorite, and um, wasn't impressive at all. It, it's it's had it's been having a few good runs, but I sort of uh, stick to the top two routes. Um, definitely getting to the two thousand is going to be uh, improving the the track again. It's going to be a bit of a concern for it. I actually like I'm Divine, and I think since its trial, Ed Cummings has had it going pretty well. And seems to get that um, bit of a hook off it. And I think it could back up into the Oaks next week as well, which yeah, you want to have a little bet on that. It's about $51 now for the Oaks next week. So a little bit of a whisper that I'm Divine's going pretty well. It works with um, 
it works with Dias and we saw what Dias did. So I'm going to go with Ongevine. Coey? So many different formulas to look at here. and You can see whichever way. Like, I'm Devine, definitely a case for it. I think Ed Cummings, light, it's it's a lightly raced kind of filly, and its last latest trial was nice. He obviously had big thoughts of it because it went from a Hawkesbury maiden handicap in February straight into a, like, had a trial in between and went straight into a group one surround. So he's definitely got opinions about it. It was a heavy 10 that day. Um, and, you know, hinged one at this and the other. This is a far weaker race, I think. So I, mean, I definitely think there is plenty of upside with Tommy Berry riding it. Uh, conditions might be the little query. Uh, one that I don't mind at the price is Shannon, uh, Shannon, whatever, however you say it. This one's going to be stepping up massively in grade as well. I like the replay of its last other Hawkesbury. Once again, take it with a grain of salt, but, you know, I think it's at, at its price at 11 bucks. I think I, I do see upside for it, but if I were to really pick um with um divine as well, I think the favorite's going to be, oh, yeah, group one surround stakes, form lines, um, Ed Cummings flying. He must feel confident. So, yeah, I reckon the trainer knows best, and I'll be with um divine, I think. Tell you, you're right with that, Um, like Hawkesbury sort of, um, I know as a maiden, but you sort of see horses come to this and do pretty well. And uh, another one I just want to quickly say as well is in the summertime, it's been really running really well in Canberra, um, just braining them down there. And Keithy Dryden brings uh, one to town. You, you've got to take notice and getting $19. It's it's absolute uh, – strung three wins together now. Rachie King on um, – it's it's another knockout, and you, as I was saying, so many different form lines here. Something like that could really upset the apple card. In the summertime, 19s, yeah. Got to take notice of Keith when he brings them up. Uh, we got the Chairmans in race number four, 2,600 metres. This is going to be a bit of a tough watch, I think, if it's um, conditions we think. Um, Tommy Tommy rides the fave again. Chalk stream. This is coming out of barrier one for Waller. It's four sixty into three ninety already. Zarek is there. Pikey aboard at six fifty. Stockman loves the wet. Joe Pride, Alicia Collard at seven fifty. Great house is going around. She's ideal. It's a big field. It's drawn twenty. Uh, Lebeau, uh, Jamie Carr aboard elevens, and we go straight out. We've got a bunch here at double figures. We've got Knights Order, Luncey, Surprise Baby, Alaka Han. There's a heat going around in this race, Tommy. 2,600 metres of the best in the heavy 10. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one. Chalkstream was um, pretty good coming third last start in the uh, Queen's Cup. Zayrak had that good win two starts ago and has been consistent. Stockman, so uh, I'm a big fan of Stockman. I thought it ran really well uh, on Monday and Joe Pride backing it up. Uh, he definitely doesn't need to go into the Sydney Cup next week. But it's just such a Joe Pride move is to to really get his horses fit, have have a couple of runs in a row like we've seen with Shelby. And we potentially could see Stockman run really well again this weekend with 59 on and then go um, into a Sydney Cup. And I'd say the reason Alicia Collett's on at 59 is because he'll get a low weight in the Sydney Cup and she might ride it next week as well. So... Really interesting there. I, I want to see how Stockman does. A bit of money for it today as well um, is really interesting. J-Mac goes to, on to She's Ideal. She's been really consistent without winning this sort of prep, being, being with some big boys. Yeah, um, you can make cases of Knight's Order and Lunsies as well. Surprise Baby starting to get back to its good form, but you never know. And even Sweet Thomas, I think, just won a race like this. Um, 
getting up to the 2600 it's uh getting closer towards its sort of um distance that it needs but yeah i think i gotta be with stockman how are you with stockman i do like stockman with the short backup and joey does this all the time uh gets to the w on that quick turnaround but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna slightly go against it. I'm gonna go jump on Great House. To be absolutely honest, I think Huey on board, fifty-seven and a half, can handle the heavy. I think it's finally going up. Like, I mean, it was. It ran in a fucking Melbourne Cup last year. I'm not, yeah, last year, and you know, I think just the step up from two thousand to twenty-six hundred. I think it'll be a horse that's heading towards the Sydney Cup as well. I think it'll probably end up going back to back. Or back-to-back weeks, should I say. Um, yeah, I just see a lot of merit in that little 2,000-meter race that Stockman won three weeks ago. About two lengths behind it. But I think just now third up, I think the heavy track suits, Huey on board, step up in distance, distance is a big tick of mine. Yeah, and nine bucks to find out. I think that's great price. Nine bucks and three bucks to play. So could be one for the multiples as well. And as for the favorite, I think, so many question marks. I guess the the biggest upside it has Tommy Berry at fifty three kilos. But would I be taking three ninety right now? No, not really. I think it's a really level top of the market. I think it should be a bit tighter in that single fig- figure kind of area. So you know, probably five bucks ish. I'd say it should be at least another point higher. But early my mar- uh, early money speaks volumes. So I mean, punters are obviously jumped on. Uh, it's going to be third up, but yeah, it's not one of mine. All right, if you like Great House, nine bucks and three bucks. All right, we got the Country Champs final, one of my faves. Uh, far too easy is the fave. J Max on, $4.80, was five. Bit of money for Testata, Testata Silence, drawn 13. Gene Van Overmeer aboard, $7.50, or $8 today into $5.50. Edit goes around, that's going to be my pick, I reckon. Um, Look, it's untried on the soft and heavy, but I've always liked edit. Cavalier Charles at six fifty, another one. I know we Tommy pushed that when it's in its qualifier. Ten bucks. Anathol, Banju, Commando Hunt. It's a bloody good race. I really like this one. Tommy, who are you with? Yeah, it's uh, very open as well. I can see why people like him. Test the soil silence as well. Um, trainer Luke Clark's only got a few in. He's been doing pretty well with this horse, though. Um, stringing three in a row, a couple of highways, um, and then the qualifier and the money for it today as well. It's it's just got to be because of the rain. So, I, look, I, I really liked horses like another one, Anathol, and I'm a big fan of Edit Cody Morgan. Uh, says he's going to... Um, it's going to improve out of sight at it, and we've seen it in a Kosciuszko run really well, and in the um, in the Classic Legend race uh, late last year, run really well as well. But I can see why people come in for Testers Tour Silence, and I'm starting to lean that way. But another one in Anathol are the other two that are at ten and eleven dollars. They're going to be running really well. So many of these horses just going to peak on the day. It's 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 really open race. Anthony Manton calling. And his call of another one was, I think, one of the really good calls of the um, the last year or so. So it's good to see him having a go at um, on a Saturday, and maybe uh, I really hope he can call another one home. It'd, it'd be a great, it'd be a great story and um, a great win, finishing second last year and having another crack and going one better. Nick Haywood qualified Cavalier Charles in the um, wild card had the option to ride it, but he's sticking with another one and it'd be a great story. Let's, I'm going to go another one. Coey, it's not surprising that Testata Silence, two starts in the soft, two wins, two starts in the heavy, two wins, eight bucks into 550. Are you with? 
it's so hard to argue the like the case because I think I know it says Barrier Thirteen next to his name, but I just think that it could actually find a little bit of cover. I genuinely do. I think it could just. It might need to be a little bit more forward, but I think it might settle a little bit closer than usual. And I mean, the fact that we're going to be on a bottomless heavy 10 uh, definitely suits. And I mean, uh, good luck to the connection. Good luck to everyone in this race because, you know, they're, especially the Northern Rivers, they've suffered massively and far too easy. His trainer, um, David McComb, I think his name is, um, he was flooded in after that uh, Grafton qualifier win. And his whole stable at Mwillenbar was underwater. So he had to essentially vacate and he took far too easy with him and down to Scone and everything else. So the story behind it is absolutely fascinating. And it'll be, you know, great to see the connections win. But Testator Silence or do I like another one more? I don't know. I think it's both of the, both those runners, I think they can potentially map really well. Without any confidence, I think I'm leading towards another one just purely because it's drawn lower. 10 bucks is absolutely juicy. I think that's just overs. Um, just the fact that, well, I mean, this will be it's, I'm sure it qualified last year. This might be the third time it's qualified. I, I could be definitely wrong about it. And it had a oh, had a little bit of interest around it for the Cozzy last year as well, but never got picked up. This will be absolutely a leaping stone for a lot of these horses going into the spring as well. But uh, yeah, I just genuinely think the 10 bucks on another one is over. So I'll be taking the price, but I can definitely see about eight or nine chances in this. <laughs> That's right. Another one, Testator Silence. I think one, a little bit of odds, Commando Hunt. I know it's been a bit um, tough on the pocket a few times, but it's had a couple of wins in the heavy. It's 18 bucks to find out. Nash aboard, Crockett. I think I'm going to have to up a couple of bucks at 18s if I can't let that go around. Uh, race number six is the English Sires. This is one we were talking about just before we started recording. And Fireburn, so this is a bunch of the slipper horses and the, um, the young ones going around. But Fireburn, look, $2.50. Open two eighty on Wednesday or yesterday. $2.50 fave. Dormier, the Melbourne runner, 8 bucks. we got Showcourt. She's extreme at 8s. we got Let's Roll the Dice. Obviously had some huge wins in Melbourne, 13s. Little bit of money for Count the Headlights. That was 21s. It's already into 13. And we got Magic and Charlatan and Warby and stuff. But look, I don't know. Can you take 250, Tommy, Fireburn? Look, you, you understand why. It's, it's just pro, It's just a winner. It's won four in a row now. It's won a golden slipper. It, it, it won an unwinnable slipper as well. Like so many other horses just got caught up in um, so much trouble and it still managed to get through and still win on the line. So look, uh, I'm not surprised it's two dollars fifty, but it is the form warranted. Dormier has been really good, winning a blue diamond and uh, running really well in the slipper. And I, th- I actually, I think eight dollars for she's extreme is really good. Um, it's around a similar price in the slipper. It's um, it's win two starts ago. We've seen what it can do, and it's run against Fireburn the start before that at Randwick. Nothing went right for it. I. Uh, and it still finished on really strong. Yeah. I th- I think they got into a bit of trouble out of the gates and still ran on. And I think if that was a 1,400-metre race, it gets the best of fire burn. And um, even in the even in the slipper, it was um, just chaos for it and still ran really well. So I, th- I think getting $8 to She's Extreme, um, yeah, I, I definitely can entertain. Maybe Quinella with Fireburn because I think they are going to be one and two. But, um, yeah, I definitely could um, – 
I definitely want to go with Cheese Extreme. One I also want to mention is Charlatan. Nash, really confident of this horse, riding well. He was interviewed uh, yesterday at Warwick Farm and just really talking it up. The wet track's the big worry, but I can see it running well. And Warby is one to watch out for as well. I just don't know how it goes on heavy track. It's had one run and ran really well in a black opal. She's extreme. Just needed it to place for a pile in the slipper. Coey, who are you with? I am with the favourite, but uh, I think... Whether it trims or whether it drifts, I don't know. I think 250 is probably right. I think just if you follow the Golden Slipper formula, I think just the heavy track form, it just genuinely has There's so much horse under it when it run in the Golden Slipper from a near impossible position. Um, as much as I want to give Brenda Dalla credit for going on the inside of the pack, the, she if she was any closer... I think she would have won by an even bigger margin. So that's what I'm thinking. That's where I'm leaning. I think, yeah, as Tommy said, I think the Quinella play is definitely on. I reckon that she's extreme is a really good chance that it'll place. Uh, she was hell unlucky come that uh, slipper. So, And she obviously relishes the uh, the heavy going as well. So I definitely see plenty of upside to it. But the barrier 12 is a little bit of a query of mine. I think that's why I don't think it'll win. I think the 250... Take it now, take it on race day. Who knows what happens? But yeah, it's pretty hard to look past the favourite for mine. Fiber two dollars and fifty. We got the Derby first leg of the Quaddy. Hitotsu is the fave. Three dollars and seventy cents. Good win in Australian Guineas. The Guineas, whatever it was, Derby Guineas, whatever it was down in Melbourne. It drifted like doubled its price. I think it was. We liked it, and it drew. It drifted to about eight bucks. Anyway, huge win. Um, Regal Lion, Tommy gave it a push last week. It's now six bucks going around in Barrier 10. J-Mac aboard. Forgot Hughes there at sevens. A little bit of coin for character off it, after its win. Benno's there for Avdullah and O'Shea. Allegron, my old mate. Hugh Bowman aboard. We got Castle Ray Kid, War Eternal. Can't go wrong. Tommy, what price was it last week when you gave Regal Lion a push? Uh, I think I pushed it at 34s, but Sweet. I didn't back it. And it was already <laughs> 26s. So I, I got 26s. So. I'm so happy, but yeah, I, th- I think it go really well. Um, J-Mac talking yesterday about it and um, hopefully sending Murray Baker out a winner in the derby that he does so well in. Um, we see him ru- run in the Tullock and go so well and into the derby. But then again, Kiramar goes so well with these hit and run missions. We saw it last year with um, Explosive that's Jack. Right. That's right. He just targets them so well. So yeah, Hototsu's got to be a big, big query. Whether um whether it goes well in the heavy, it's going to be um we're going to find out. Yeah, it's it's a tough race. I, one I want to back Levens uh, is Benno, uh, just like Regal Line running on really strong uh, last run. Uh, the gate's a bit tricky, but it, we got plenty of time to get your spot, switch off, and run home well. And John O'Shea's just been targeting this race with every run it's had, and uh, fifth up now, be nice and fair to be. It'll be around the money. And another one, um, you couldn't really see it on screen. And Chris Court, who was out there slipper day, sort of sort of alluded to this. And behind Animo, a horse called Mediaro just ran through the line really well last start. And just stepping up in that distance, I think you might be one to watch out for at $51 as well, Jay Ford aboard. Because it just through the line, it, it, it's finished off really strong and it was a good derby trial. So, 
that's my one at odds. But yeah, I'm I'm on the Regal line already, and I'd love to see it win. Do a quick thinker in the same colours, and yeah, get the chockies be nice. Coey, I think Mediara needs one more scratching. Is it a field of eighteen? Oh, I think it needs one more. Answer. The price is right, though. that's for sure. Um, I do really like Hitotsu. I think Kirima. David uses they do wonderful jobs when it comes to these kind of groupons. I don't know if it's the strongest derby we've seen. I don't think so. Um, but saying that, I mean, it's a real even bunch and it, 370 for Hitotsu. I mean, it's two wins in the Guineas and the derby have been pretty enormous, to be absolutely honest. So can't take anything away from it. 370. I don't really want to touch that at the moment, especially where it's drawn as well. We've got a beach draw at four. It could probably sit two back, two back the rails, and then just watch everything unfold. It'll probably have to run a little bit for luck, but at the same time, it's quality animal. I just want to, yeah, I mean, I think the Tullock Stakes form is actually quite quite useful. I know it was only on Monday, and quite a few of them come through it, but I think nine bucks for character. I know the way that Regal Line finished. I know the way that Benno finished, but... Benno, I think the barrier is the big, real big question. I think 18, I mean, Tommy's mentioned that he should be able to find a slot to settle in. But there isn't, I don't think, that much speed in this one. Whilst that race was strung out, the Tullock, so the leaders weakened down and then everyone kind of came through the pack. And character, I think, I know it's drawn 11, but I think at nine bucks, winning five days ago, or four days ago, sorry, um, shows plenty of upside and if James thinks it's fit I mean it's going to be running and I think it'll be running on really well um Tommy Berry booked yeah I mean and historically I think the last five of the seven years of running of the derby uh the Tullock Stakes winner won it the week before so I think that form line kind of sticks with me and yeah to find out at nine bucks with character I'm yeah I'm kind of on board all right, character on the backup. All right, why probably my favourite race of the year. I love the TJ. Everyone loves the 2017 Chautauqua. Can you do it? Um, Nature Strip is the fave. 280, slight little drift from 260. Running in the heavy. I guess some people were a bit worried that its last start in the challenge where it was it was a heavy, but it's probably going to be worse on the weekend. But it still holds favouritism, it, so it should. Eduardo's there at 370. We've got Shelby. What a story this is. It's made a TJ, so it's eight dollars into five fifty already. People are all around it. Tommy Berry's already put a few comments out on um, Twitter and stuff about it. It's drawn barrier ten. Musk Crusaders there, looking to be flying home late. Rock and Horse after winning the Newmarket is fifteens. That one hundred to one and start down there, just unbelievable. Polelli's there. Jamie Carr aboard. Overpass. We even got Rule of Law, a friend of mine. His old man's got a share in it. He's frothing to be involved in a Group One. Look, look, it's probably not out of out of the case. Won a bunch in a row. It's, We'll see how it goes on the heavy, but Tom, which way are we going? There's plenty of talent here. Tough, real tough. You've seen these sort of races um, before, and you're still getting uh, a lot shorter for Nature Strip. I actually think it's a bit over for Nature Strip. I know it wasn't that great uh, last two runs, getting getting beaten, but uh, this is this is his race. But in saying that, uh, the heavy just sort of brings Eduardo right back into it, and and who knows with Shelby? It just Shelby's just an anomaly. It was in the highway two months ago and has just come through winning Group 1's Galaxy and been a pretty good field in that Galaxy too. So, uh, there's Master State is going to get back. Pikey's on. Rock and Horse won the new market. It's it's so tough. I, 
I actually want to back something like Kalele because of its Randwick record and uh, Jamie Carr's on it, and it's it's just um, it's just something that's going to be sort of in around those chances, especially if if Eduardo and Nature's Trip get in a bit of a speed battle, um, it could really bring something like Kalele into it. Um, Jamie Carr on, I don't, it, it's one on soft and definitely a Randwick horse. I I didn't I didn't mind its front uh, last start actually. I think it. Just as it was about to take off, it sort of copped a bump and, and it still managed to pick up and still run through the line. So I think if Jamie can get clear air, she's right in there with a chance at $15. You're not going to get a Pulele $15 um, at Randwick too often. So I'm going to back it. But any of those top three, I'd be excited to watch and uh, win. Eduardo really stamping its mark in a group, in a big group one would be great story. Nature Strip winning three. TJ's another great story. And made uh, Shelby's just Shelby so yeah and look you make a case I'm going to back Paul Ailey and just and really just enjoy this race I think Coe whose camp are you in? No just a lot of people have been querying about whether the widest draw is the best for it and you know like no one wants to draw the car park but I, I think I see a lot of merit in drawing wide I think that just the fact that there's no one going to be on the outside of it it could just however it jumps usually jumps well it it doesn't have to get impeded in the run of jumping so i think i guess the real query is eduardo definitely holds the fence does rule of law pester it i think it will i think rule of law only knows one way as well so i think there could potentially be three up front i just think that if i'm really crossing my fingers and does and it's probably a bit of a stretch but i it could potentially leave Nature Strip three wide or sit behind them. I'm thinking that they will ping out all three of them at once. J-Mac will do J-Mac things and hopefully just gets a little bit of cover because I think if it does get a bit of cover behind those two speed horses, I think it just shits in. I think last start in the challenge, yeah, it was a disappointing third when it was priced at $1.30 or $1.40 or whatever it was. It was Winks odds. Um, I think a thousand on the heavy ten was just its pitfall. I think it was just too sharp for it, and Eduardo had the best of it, and Shelby was enormous in it, and that's where it's just jumped leaps and bounds to become the horse and cult hero that he is. And I hope he does win Shelby, but at the same time, my brain says that I think Nature Strip three peak for the uh, TJ. And just yeah, it's just world class horse, world class sprinter. I just think two eighty. It's a really nice price right now, so I'd be backing it now. And I don't know what else to say really. Eduardo probably figure in the placings. Shelby, yeah, I mean he just relishes, loves the mud. So I'm sure it's probably got to be top three as well. So if you if you like the three leaders, there's probably got to be a good chance that that's going to be the trifecta. So that wouldn't be a bad play either. All right, I'm just going to hope that Shelby wins just for the story. I think it'll be fucking amazing. Um, we got the Doncaster, 1,600 metres of the best in race number nine. This is um, one that Natoya, so Tommy's um, Tommy received the trophy two years ago after Natoya won. I can't remember who won last year. I think a Cascadian maybe off the top yep. of my head. Um, Forbidden loves the fave, 480, slight drift. Jamie Carr's aboard for the Freedmans. It's won five races in the heavy from six outings. I'm Thunderstruck's there at five bucks. Come in just a point. It's had a win in the heavy. Hugh Bowman rides. Converge is there. Rachel King for Gary Waterhouse. We got, then we go straight out to 15 bucks for Private Eye, Lighthouse, Ellsberg, Ice Bath, 
There's plenty of good horses here. Brutality's going to go around again. Just Folk. Cascadian's going again at 26s. Tom, can you go past Forbidden Love? Five wins in the heavy from six outings? Yeah, it's in really good form. Just been, yeah, unreal. Uh, it, this definitely wasn't the aim, but it's just been going so well. So it's, um, it's look, it's it's a massive fail. Um, I couldn't receive the trophy, Zach, uh, for Natoya because of COVID, sadly, but it was a great day. I think we were all watching at Sky. And, yeah, a couple of years ago, Natoya won it, and I think it's going to be a similar sort of day. I think it's going to be a lot of speed and some back markers are going to really get into it. I, there's something like Ice Bath, I think, really um, really intrigues me. Fourth up, Fred Kersley aboard a really lightweight. I, I really like Ice Bath, and there's one I actually like a bit more, and I think it's Inspirational Girl at $26. Um, five from six at the mile. Uh, Willie Pike back on at 51.5 kilos. I think that's I think that's great. It's just such a good such a good miler. This horse. It's a very sticky gate. I think if anyone can find a spot, it'd be Pikey. And it's uh, it's done all right on soft. Heavy would be a bit of a test, but we'll we'll know what the track's doing by then. And I think Pikey, as he said, Zach won last three today. I think he's starting to get starting to get into that real really good form. And I I think he can take out a major, a really big race. He's just announced he's staying over here in Sydney. And I think $26 for this horse, it it um, it beat Zaki two starts ago at the mile. It's finished off a bit weak last start, but still running against some really good horses and gets a bit of weight relief. It won't really know itself here, um, this girl. I, I'm a big fan of Inspirational Girl, but it's a very open race. Yeah, I could make, I'm, I'm on private eye at big odds uh, all in. Converged, low weight as well. Rachel King on Thunderstruck's ready to go boom as well. Uh, uh, fourth up, it's going to be really, really tough. Ellsberg's another good one. There's, look, I could keep going, just folk um, a few more, but I'm going to have something on Ice, ice Bath and Inspirational Girl. About you, Coey? No, I'm the favourite. I jumped in early for this one, and I just think Jamie Carr at 50. Perfect. I think the biggest... Biggest query of the the race before the barrier draw was how who the hell is going to beat the speed. See uh, Ellsberg pinging, forbidden love. I know it's drawn fourteen, but I think it just it cruises on up, and I think it'll just find leaders back. I think it'll just get the peach run in transit. I just think four eighty is juicy right now. Loves the heavy. It's just ticks all around, and just the fact that it's going to be carrying fifty opposed to the last couple of weeks at fifty seven, fifty seven, and. 58. Uh, it won't even feel Jamie Carr on its back is my guess. It's going to be rock hard fit. It's going four four wins in a row. It's going to be three group one wins in a row. And this will be the last horse that Richard and Michael share together. I think just the storyline in itself that they go out in a training partnership together on a group one high. I think it just sells itself. So I'll be all over the favourite and Tommy's pretty much covered everything else. I think there is quite a good amount of mudders in this i'm thunderstruck converge uh ellsberg ice bath inspirational girls a bit untried brutality obviously just folks an interesting runner three from three on the heavy i mean i give it a dead set chance as well but yeah i'm on the favorite here faves looks pretty good i think um we go to the last which is the pj bell and doesn't get any easier here we got 650 the field and 650 equal faves um 
Heresy's come in. It was eight dollars today at six fifty, but also six fifty is Mimi Lagarde, J Mac aboard for Toby and Trent. We go seven bucks, a very fine red. Gimme par at eight. Zapateo at eight fifty. Sneaky five at double figures. Pikey's on Smirnova for the Hawks. Mallory's going around again, and then we keep going for bigger bigger odds down the bottom. Um, six fifty the field after a whole race meeting it on a heavy ten. Tommy, this is literally going to be a tough work. I like Mammy Lagarde. I, I think it's uh, Jay McDonald on uh, going to go pretty well. He um, he's trialed well. His last prep was really good. Couple of wins in a second in some uh, good races in Queensland. Um, I really can to see what this horse can come down here and do. I think seeing, uh, Jerry Harvey's got a big opinion of this horse, and I think it's going to run really well. A very fine red uh, was good first up, and I think it'll improve as well. That's the other one. Sneaky five is that sneaky sort of horse that uh, could pop up in a race like this and smurn over as well. But, yeah, I'm, I really like me Lagarde in this race. Coey, which way are you going? Lucky last, I'm going with a very fine red to top it all off. Um, I'm only it, – it is a wide-open race. I mean, let's be honest, 6.50 the field. I mean, that's – it's no easy feat. I mean, I think the quality is going to pay an absolute stack. I'm just going to follow my gut. And a horse that we've been following for a while, especially this season anyway, is Marzu. And very fine red comes, it came against Marzu last start. It was one and a half behind it. It'll be carrying the same same weight as last start. It'll be a little bit fitter for the run. Can handle the heavy. It's placed in it twice from two goes. I just think the draw is a little bit sticky. Uh, 11... And it's kind of a midfield kind of horse. So, I mean, I'm hoping that it just kind of finds a backside and just kind of flows it into the turn. Whether it's even if it's three wide, I think a lot of the horses by that stage will be coming off the fence anyway. So, I think the run in transit shouldn't be too much of an issue. And you know, well, you could pick a number of horses. I mean, it's six fifty a field, like I said. So, if you like Mar- Mallory at fifteen, coming out of barrier nineteen, go for it. But I'd be following my gut with Marzu form lines. A very fine red. Very fine red. All right, that's 10 of the best from Ramwick. Not that I give too much of a shit about Bendigo, but I'm just going to mention the Golden Mile. Just because of the run of Cherry Tortoni, I know that you boys probably would have seen it. Absolutely flew um, when Gentleman Roy won last start. It, fuck it. I reckon it was maybe 300 metres. It was probably still last, and it flew home for third. Um, it, that's the fave. It's been backed already. It's 480 into 370. It's drawn 16 as well. I Am Superman is the second fave. McDougal's aboard. McDougal's a gun for the Snowdens at 7 bucks. we got Rhea Danny, my old mate, $7. Holbian, Zayadani, Crosshaven, High Stranger, King Magnus. They're all going around. But, Tommy, I'm pretty sure even you brought up the run of Cherry Tortoni last start. Was it you? Yeah, I was on it. It was, um, it was a big run for sure. Yeah, it's an interesting race. Um, Maria Dini and I'm Superman are, are in this race as well. So it's, I think it's a tough little one. And Milford as well, now under Mike Moroney, when he starts winning some Group 1 races, get to look out for some good horses. But yeah, Cherry, you just got to be wary with Cherry. He's going to pop up at some point. The gate's a bit sticky, um, but if they're on a nice hard deck, any time I am Superman... Runs on a hard deck. You've got to be um, wary. And Blake McDougall, as you said, just run so well at the moment. Coey, anything for Bendigo? No, I'd be with the I Am Superman form line. I think, yeah. As long as it stays a good four, I think seven bucks is a juicy price. Getting 250 a place too, so that's a little bit of juice. All right, let's work out a little multi. 
All right, we work it out. I'll go first, and just because I want the good news story, I want Shelby sixty six to run a place. You're getting a dollar eighty five. That's a bit of juice there. Coey, what's yours? Forbidden love to win the Doncaster. To win, beautiful, love that, Thomas. Yeah, I think Remark has been entered and scratched from so many races, and now it goes down to Bendigo. Damien Oliver bought in a benchmark eighty four race. So, uh, I think they finally run and get a win here with Remark. So you're getting three eighty for that as well. I think that's pretty good. Three eighty. Let's work it out. We got Shelby to place. Those two to win. You're getting thirty five to one. Beautiful. Love that. All right, thank you, boys. Um, we're mid, what, just before halftime at the Titans game. It's still nil all. Looks like they're having a penalty goal, but far out. Need some tries for my same gamer. Um, thank you, boys. Enjoy. Coey, enjoy the pub. Sink him. Thomas, enjoy the track. Any mate. boys. English comes off heels and the mare is starting to let down. English goes after Fell Swoop. Russian Revolution's run his race further back to Voodoo Lad. It's English and Fell Swoop fighting it out. Chautauqua very late. It's English a half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. Chautauqua makes it three in a row. That is unbelievable.